Welcome back. Myself and the skipper here again. Saturday Racing. We're here to preview it. Two tracks and, of course, our bets around the ground. How are we feeling this week? How's the punt go last week? Oh, what a day. What a day for the boys, eh? I think I think you said to me off air, about five out of six minutes into feature races and a few are from around the ground. So what a day. What a day for the boys. Man, absolutely huge day by us. If you followed it, you would have been up surely, unless you were just betting on the greyhounds or something. I don't know. That humongous day. I haven't got the results in front of me, but as you said, we had, I think the only feature race we missed might have been Rose Hill race eight or something. But the boys are on fire. That's all we got to say. We're here again. We're going to back-to-back week, surely. Yeah, hopefully another good week here from us too. And yeah, keep the kitty rolling for the listeners. Jump straight in. We'll go... Down in Victoria, Flemington will start off. Tracks rated a soft six at the moment, and I can't see it improving. Had a look at the weather. Looks like it's going to be showers Friday night through to Saturday Arvo. So it should probably... I didn't know which way. Might even be in a heavy. I don't know how heavy the rain will be, but it made it a little bit tricky. Race five, the Group 1, the Maccabi Diva Stakes, over 1,600. Group 1 racing, I love it. It means spring's right here. Myself... With this uncertainty around the track, I went a sort of two little bet strategy, I guess to say, for two different situations. If we get the soft five or six, which is at the moment, which is the least unlikely, I'm going to go Alligator Blood. I had him last night. He didn't disappoint. He got held up. You can forgive him in that run. So if it's there, which doesn't look likely, but it'll be official in all this on Saturday morning, so check the socials. But the more likely option which we're going to get is the soft seven, possibly heavy. So the two I'm playing here, Cascadian. First up, flew home in the Memzies, and last time it was on a heavy track, it won the Group 1 All-Age. On his day, he can win anything, but he just flies home every single time. He's such a good horse. And then I'm also playing... I played him last week, he got scratched late up in Sydney, Mwanga. He is just... You just forget he went around. He was 10th. He was like second or third favourite. Me and the skip were both on him. He was terrible. I, I think you just have to forgive that run. He's come now second up, and... The key booking for me, Jamie Carzo, and I can't go wrong there. So I'm going 65 on Cascadian, 35 on Mwanga. How are you playing the race? Uh, I've played this one pretty simple here, and I've got two best bet of the days this week. Ooh, so two! The first one is nice and early, and it's on Thunderstruck. What it did last group one in the Memsey's Stakes was just a quality run, just finished up behind Snapdance, and it finished really well. So I think the distance here, 1,600 metres, is perfect for it. An extra 200 last start and it would have won. So pretty keen on that. Obviously worried about Cascadian. It's a quality horse as well. But, yeah, it's a tough sort of race. But, yeah, I'm pretty keen on I'm Thunderstruck. And, yeah, best bet of the day. There you go. Early again, 100 on I'm Thunderstruck. Get your, get your day off right, as they say. That's it. And considering last week, I think Eduardo was my best of the day in race five too. So it just matches up perfectly. Yeah. Another race five. Hopefully another win. Good omens all around. Um, race 7, we got the Group 2 Let's Elope Stakes, over 1,400. Myself, like you last race, I'm chips in. I'm chips in on Flying Mascot. Last prep, he won multiple Group 3 races. And he returned in good order in the Group 3, Cochran, when he was 5th, beaten 2.6. And that was over a shorter 1,200. He's much better over further. Now goes up to 1,400, where he's 4 starts for 2 wins and 2 placings. He's now 2nd up as well, which is 4 top 2 finishes in 4 starts. And he just maps beautifully to either lead or just stalk. Take the power of beating, hopefully. So that's my play there. How are you playing the race? I've got two plays for this race. I've got $60 on Kiss on all four cheeks. 
obviously drew a tough barrier, but I still think it would be good enough for this race. Extra 200 metres to last start, and it probably does suit it better. So I'm having $60 on that, and my other play is I am Benet. Drew a perfect barrier for it. It's in pretty good form. Unproven at this distance. Never ran at this distance, actually. So be interested to see how it goes. It normally runs at about 1,100 to 1,200. So an extra couple of hundred metres. Be interesting to see how it hits the line. So I've got 40 on that as well and 60 on Kiss All Four Cheeks. Another couple of little plays there from you. And that is a mare's race. Sorry, I was referring to flying mascot as a boy. It's a mare's race. That's so my bad. We'll go on. Race 8. Bobby Lewis, Group 2 quality over 1,200. This is a pretty open affair, actually. I think it's $6 the field from memory. What do you like here? I've gone to the old faithful that got me the one, uh, got me the win the other week, and that's shooting for gold again. Obviously, down the Flemington straight, and it's drew the barrier 17, which is always tough, but I think on a straight, it won't matter as much. It finished really well at Eagle Farm two weeks ago and won at pretty good odds. It's never really ran a bad race. It's always sort of just been a bit slow at the start and just finds itself too far back, but it always finishes well. So I've got 50 on that, and I've also got 50 on Serious Suspect. Ooh. Last two starts, it's won. And, yeah, it's been a pretty hell of a career for that horse. It does have a lot of wins in a lot of places. It's paying $9.50, uh, drew the barrier six. And, yeah, hopefully another win from one of those two would be very nice. Yeah, the shape track specialist here is suspect. Doesn't mind the little Flemington straight. That's it. Once, once again, we've gone separate directions here because I've got... I'll just double-check. I'm pretty sure I'm on two. As, oh, no, sorry, I'm just on the one. I'm playing him each way, but I am going stage man. The WA, former, former WA now, I think he might be based here. He's the ultimate bridesmaid recently. He's got four seconds and a third over his last six, six starts, which have stretched over two preps. This campaign, he resumed in the Group 3 Ori's handicap, and he was unlucky. He got held up briefly. Eventually hit the line second, beaten one and a quarter length. Now he's second up, where he's six starts for three wins and three placings. Stays at the 1,200 again, where he's eight. He has eight top two finishes from 11 starts, so the bloke doesn't mind the 1,200. And he's never missed the money on a soft track, which at the minimum we're going to get possibly heavy. So that's where I'm playing. I'm going 50 each way on him. He's, what is he? Nine nine bucks a win, $3 a play. So you make about 50 bucks if he runs top three. So that's Flemington done and dusted. Move up to our neck of woods, New South Wales, at Rose Hill this weekend. It's a soft five at the moment, but there's thunderstorms predicted tonight, if you're listening, which is Thursday night into Friday morning. So could possibly be a heavy eight Friday and then maybe a possible upgrade on the Saturday, but we'll see. Obviously, starting off in race seven, the group two run to the Rose, 1200. It's the major lead up race for the Golden Rose in a couple weeks' time, and it's featured some handy gallopers. Animo won it last year, Rothfire the year before, and 2019 had the big three of Exceedance, Yes, 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 and Bivouac. So it's a pretty handy race, obviously, being the main lead up to the group one in a couple weeks. Go on, what do you got? What are you playing here? Uh, my first play will be $60 on In Secret. Was on it last week and it got scratched, I believe, pretty late too. And yeah, it's been in pretty good form over the last couple of weeks. It's tried well. It ran a second last start. Just got done, I think, and it finished off really well, actually, having a last 600 metres of, I think, about 34 seconds. So I'm on 60 on that. And then my other one is the Golden Slipper winner. I did read somewhere there is a Golden Slipper curse there is something the first up with like whoever's won the golden slipper their first up run has never won or something there's something ridiculous but i've gone 40 on fireburn it 
ran a real good race in the Golden Slipper. So I'm sort of hoping that can get up again. But that curse I just read before, it's not giving me much hope. But who knows? <laughs> Curses are to be broken. Yeah, that is very... Golden Slipper curse is real. That's the only reason I didn't put it in. It is a worry just on base on last form, but... Yeah, if you follow if you followed racing, a couple of them have franked it, so you, you never know. Fireburn could frank it, but they don't have the greatest track record coming back as three-year-olds, but you never know, you never know. We'll go myself. So six of the ten runners in this race faced off against each other last start in the San Dominican. That was two weeks ago, and I'm not convinced that form really stacks up. Sweet Wide ran that, won that race pretty comfortably by length and a half, and he lobs up 19 bucks here with the two, the second... I think the favourite and second favourite are Best of Bordeaux and Natoto, who he beat fair and square last start, so I don't understand there. So I've gone chips in. I think I was on him last week as well. I'm in secret. Sorry, her. I was with her last week, as Skip mentioned as well, but she got scratched because of the up downgrading track. I think it started a soft six, ended up a heavy ten, so I was pissing down all day. Same reasons as last week. Luckless first up run, probably wins. This week she's drawn better. Last week... I think she was a bit wider, which sort of turned me off, but now she's drawn inside barrier three. Carries the least amount of weight in the field. I'm not sure if it's a minimum, possibly could be. And I think Tommy Berry's on. So Jay, you lose the service to J-Mac, but Tommy Berry, we've had some good days with Tommy Berry, let's just say that. Oh, plenty of good days with the Golden, Tommy boy. What a man. I think it was Golden Sliver Day as well. We had Tommy Berry wrote about three or four of them. Yeah, he did, and there was that time, I think it was about probably last... December, November, where he, I think he got the first four winners or something. He was on fire that day for us. Mate, Tommy Berry. So he'll get the win there, surely, for us. In secret, both of the boys are on. Move on to race eight. The group two Theo Mark stakes over 1,300. All but two of the runners are first up. And if you listen to me, I've probably said a couple times, I love race form over trials. I just love seeing a ho- how a horse has come back. So I've gone one of the two who's not resuming, and that's Jamea. First up contested the Group 3 Toshoi quality and he produced the best race's best last 600 metres to hit to find second from the tail. Once again, Tommy Berry's on. He commented last start. They settled further back than intended. Expecting Tommy to be more positive from Barrier 4. Solid second up form, three wins, a, pl- a win and two placings. And I'm happy to go each way. So 40 the win, 60 the place, Jamea. What do you like in the race? I've gone all chips in here. Obviously, a tough race here. A lot, lot of horses first back and unsure how they'll go. But I've gone all chips in on Mr. Mozart. Uh, Will Pike, Pikey on board. Before it, Speller had three wins and uh, travelled really nicely. And it just beat Ellsberg in a recent trial win. So, yeah, I'm going all chips in on that. And, yeah, nothing else really stuck out to me. I was looking at an each-way bet with Prime Candidate, but I sort of went off that just because of the distance. So, yeah, I'm just going all chips in on Mr. Mozart, uh, and hopefully Pikey can get me the win. Yeah, the wizard. Love the wizard. The wizard always can weave his magic. That's Uh, it. He is one of the greats. (laughs) And obviously the last of the feature races on the weekend. Oh, there is a Group 3 as well in Rose Hill, but we skipped that because we want to keep it to six races. We don't want to spend too much of our money after last week. We just want to play it safe. So Race 9, the Group 2, Scirocco Stakes, over 1,200. It's a mare clash. And it's headlined by two boom gallopers, Shades of Rose and Espinosa. I think that's how you pronounce it. Are you in either? Are you in either of those two camps? Yes, I am in Shades of Rose, and I'm very keen on that. Why, Yana? Oh, just what I think I said it 
oh, one of the first sort of episodes, and just the way it's been running lately is just unbelievable. I think it was it's for I think it was three starts back or even two starts back. I think I mentioned on here, I was paying a dollar ninety or something. Pretty weak field, but it's just blown them off the park. All three recent runs, so pretty keen on that. It should be fit, and yeah, loves this distance. Doesn't matter what track I get, I reckon. I reckon a soft would be perfect. And, yeah, hopefully that can get the chocolates for me. And that is my other best bet of the day. The wide barrier does worry me a little bit, but I think it'll be all right. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree with you. I'm on Shades of Rose as well. It's smashed. It has absolutely demolished everything it's come against. As you mentioned, the winning margins have been 3.6, 3.4, and 4.5. And that 4.5 was her latest start, and that was a benchmark 88 grade. She ran great time, and as you said, the, my main concern is the car park draw, but I'm hoping she can cross and at least, well, if she gets across, she'll probably win. So that's mine. I'm not going chips in, but because of the wide draw, so I've gone 76 Shades of Rose, 76 bucks on Shades of Rose, and then I'm playing a little bit of a trifecta. I'm going $24 box trifecta, 2, 6, 10, and 12. So obviously Shades of Rose is one, other one, Espinosa for obvious reasons. Bella Nipatina, she had a great first up win. And then I'm wrapping it up with, hopefully this with Sky Command. He looks the li- She looks the likely leader. Second up, two from two. And I'm just hoping she can hold a place or maybe even sneak a win. And that will juice up the odds because the other three are the first three in the market. So I'm more so, as long as Sky Command can run in the top three, should pay all right. But there we go. So both on Shades of Rose there. The bit of boom galloper. That's the feature aces. Hopefully we can deliver again. Five from six last week. Hopefully six from six this week. But we'll move around the grounds. What have you got this week? Much going on? Uh, not too much. I've got one more in Rose Hill. The last race, get out of jail stakes. And it is race 10, Rose Hill, number 17, Arnold. Quality horse. It's won two. It's won its last two. And, yeah, it actually ran pretty easy. I think it was that ran with Kensington as well, and it won by a mile. I was on that a couple of weeks ago. It was at short odds. I've got Doomden Race 9, number 12, Manhood. And then I've also got Doomden Race 3, number 7, Philly Special. But my best bets of the day is to multi up Shades of Rose and I'm Thunderstruck. They're my two best bets, so multi them up. I said it last week. I said Zaki into Eduardo. And that got up, so hopefully another one like that can pull through for the listeners. There you go, cheeky little two-legger. It wouldn't pay him too bad, 240 into three, so about, what's that, six bucks? Nice. Yeah, about six bucks. But yeah, myself, you mentioned one of mine, actually, surprisingly, Doombin Race 3, Philly Special. I'm on the five, he's a five-year-old, lightly raced, seven starts, three wins and three placings from seven, pretty good. Loves the 1,200, five starts, three wins, two place, two seconds, sorry. And dominant last start, 3.3. So, very. I was actually surprised you picked it, but there you go. We'll both be on that, cheering that home. Great mind, single life. 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm going Morpetville, race five, the two, next dimension. Won a race in this grade, two back, despite a forward run. That was over 1,200. This race is now 15.50. However... Had a run since over 1,400, which was in the listed at Leon McDonald Stakes. and only went down narrowly, inside a length for fourth, and that was won by Dallasan. And Dallasan's a pretty handy galloper, even though he was first up. And then Belmont, I've got... I don't know, yeah, I don't know why. Belmont, I've got three. I found three, so I don't know what happened here. But we're going race two, the five, Costa's Crown. 
Trialing the house down, one by 1.7, 3.3. And the last race he contested, placed at Group 3 level. The favourite's 260. I think he's 310. But the favourite's 1-2 from 2. Hasn't had a public trial. And his last start wasn't that impressive in my book. Race 8, the 2 resort man. Great win last start in at listed company. Raced after racing 3 wide. Was a bounce back from a disappointing run on a heavy track. He's much better getting on soft ground. Three wins and two-thirds from six starts. And then finishing off in the get-out at race nine. Number two, position of power. All right, this is a solid each-way play, I believe. Ten bucks at the moment. Knuckled down late last start over the last 400 to storm into third, beating one and a half lengths. The winner out of that race is Van Tempest, who's a $15 shot in the listed event the race before. So good tying. Could come in if Van Tempest runs a cheeky race in the listed race, but there's my around the grounds. Great day of racing, and talk about the Saturday night game. We normally don't bring talk too much, but we have to talk about it a little bit. The Cowboys get the job done, surely. Oh, no, hopefully the, the crowd, a beautiful crowd out in the Shire gets the boys home. Any um, cheeky multi? Uh, no, nothing yet, but I will have a first try scorer, and that will be Jesse Ramian. Jesse? No, stop that. Durant, Nanai goes over. He didn't get one last no, no. week. He's junior. He's got to be. He's got, uh, he didn't score last week. He scored the week before, and he's scoring tries for fun. That should be a good, good little game that the boy that we're both going to. Obviously, both our teams going head to head. Hopefully, it's after a long day of backing winners, and hopefully, we've led you into a couple as well, punters. So we'll see you next week. Listen, hopefully, you listen to the end. Hopefully, you found plenty of winners, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>